What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Bridging the Gap podcast. I hope you're all well. I hope everyone is uh, having a good day. If you're listening to this in the morning, I hope you had a good sleep. <laughs> if you're just about to go to bed, I hope you sleep well. Um, so another day, another podcast. I didn't have time last week to get a podcast in just because uh, I head home for the weekend, actually. I went to go see the old mumsy. Um so unfortunately couldn't get one out uh, I try and do these once a week you got to appreciate I, I, I am stonked Every day um, I'm full to the brim with work So fitting this in sometimes I have to prioritise other things But um, I definitely want to make this I, I kind of want to do more podcasts I do want to do like maybe two a week or so But it's, it's quite difficult to find the time at the moment But we've got some news We'll talk about this in a minute Because first um, I just want to say thank you to today's podcast sponsor, Heavy Duty Gym Wear. Now, I've been seeing the Heavy Duty Gym Wear around the gym. I've been seeing it everywhere, which is good. It's great. They sponsor the podcast, so they're doing, they doing bits. So I remember seeing them up in Fit Expo. I've seen people wear it in Crayford Weights now. I've seen a few people wear it in Crayford, my gym. Uh, I've seen a few people wear it in, in even in Orpington as well. Like a few gyms that I've been to, I've seen a few Heavy Duty Gym Wear wearers. Heavy duty gym wearers. <laughs> uh, so thank you to those guys. Check them out. Heavy duty gym wear. Uh, you can type them in on Google. You can check them out on Instagram. Um, they're kind of up and coming uh, bodybuilding brand, and 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 they're doing really well. And it's crazy to see. Like when I first started talking talking about them, or even talking to them, whatever, maybe two or three months ago, maybe even longer than that. Um, I'd never seen it. I'd never seen the stuff, and then they sent me some stuff out. Enjoyed it. Wore it. Um, and since then, I've just sort of seen it everywhere. So, you know, hats off to the guys at Heavy GT Gym Wear. Uh, I appreciate you for sponsoring this podcast. And let's get into the podcast. So, like I was saying, I'm very much in that position where shite is busy. So, I say shite. I mean my life. <laughs> my life, my business is... Uh, like for those of you guys who probably don't know or don't know or maybe some of you all do know maybe you want to hear it again maybe you don't want to hear it again but I'm going to say it anyway so I have a few businesses that I kind of run I say that like I'm some type of old, on, some mad entrepreneur so I have my coaching business which is probably what takes up the majority of my time at the moment it's also my biggest income so that's why it's got the I spend a lot of time on it um, many 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 clients natural not natural uh, a lot of people competing this week as well which has been taking up a lot of time because when you get close to a competition you're checking every day so i've got everyday check-ins for you know maybe 10 people uh, they've all got a peak i've got five people peaking this week so there's even more contact through the day so it's a little bit more hands-on at the moment as such um which is fine because while we do the coaching um i also have like this the, the like I I I I you I I do social media for a job. Like I literally treat it like a job, and I think that's what gets me to where I'm going to a certain extent. Like that's what gets me these followers. That's what gets me, especially now that I've kind of made that transition. I kind of made that transition. I would say January this year, I was like, right, I'm gonna treat this damn shit like a job. I'm gonna invest money into it. So obviously, we we have Andy, the videographer, um, who's definitely more than a videographer. I call him Andy the videographer, but he has. He has like creative input. He he also does all the shots for one of my own stuff. So um, I definitely treat social media like a job. So like I've got to think about a post every day. I've got to think about if I can do a reel. I've got to think about what I can put on my stories. I try and plan content. 
you know, we do three videos a week, which is, I know for, for people who watch, they're like, oh, it's not too bad, you're just filming while you're training, but actually, we've got to plan the exercise, that we've got to plan the workout, we've got to plan how to film it, we've got to plan how to make it different, because... I can stick a microphone on me and talk through every single, every single, uh, every single training session that I do, but it's going to wear thin very, very quickly. So we have to consistently, consistently, constantly innovate the way that we present content. So you might have noticed we've got, uh, like we've done, like we've done, I've done like how to grow your back exercises before, and we've done like a back session. I've talked you through how to do the back to, to grow your back, but now we've started to do some sit downs, some like, I'm going to talk to the camera and overlay some stuff of how you can specifically grow these things. You know, we started to do those as a series. We've just brought in the raw workout series, which we're going to keep as a trend going through the off season where I'm not going to lie. Like it helps me a little bit because you got to, you guys got to remember and I sometimes feel bad for saying this, but also I don't because it's my fucking life and my goal. Like bodybuilding comes first for me. It really, really does. And if I get to the point where content is like, I'm stressing so much over content, it affects my sessions. Uh, it, like that's, I would drop the fucking content. Like that's, that's the reality. I would stop Instagram. I would stop everything to be able to get towards my goal. Um, I don't need to do that. You don't, you, I'm never going to be put in that situation to actually choose, which is great. But it gives me, uh, those raw workouts give me a chance just to get fucking nasty with the weights on my own and not have to worry about educating to the camera or, or anything like that. Andy can just, f you know, fly, fly on the wall, film me, and I can just get after it. So they do help me, but they're also really nice videos as well because they're just, like, super clean. I love watching people work out, getting really, really hard for it. So getting really really hard workouts in I should say not hard for it <laughs> uh you know and then also we've got you know we have full days of eating we have collaborations there's so many layers that we try and think about always uh, like three videos a week that's 150 videos a year it's a lot a lot of videos to try and not make the same to try and make it a different environment to try and offer some different value that you you know if I'm doing a back workout in September, and I did a back workout in January, like how can I make that different to last time? So it's it's a constant innovation process, for sure. And then obviously we've got the podcast, which is a little bit more off the off the cuff, which is kind of nice, I can just pick up, like I haven't planned anything for today, I can just kind of give myself, give you guys some updates and, and just waffle on about Absolute Breeze, but hopefully offer you guys some, some good content there. But obviously, you know, there's layers to the content that we try and think about. Um, Obviously, that takes up a lot of time. And then we've got Wanamar. So Wanamar at the moment is is absolutely killing it. It really, really is killing it. And there's a lot of behind the scenes that like, you don't see. Right? You, don't, you just don't see them. I also don't talk about them that much. Um, like, I probably talk about them more on the podcast because it's a time where I can kind of get my thoughts out. But we don't do videos about them. But I'm definitely going to start doing videos about Wanamar and, you know, like the... Um, What's it called? The supply chain, uh, the process of making a product, for example, because we don't just do clothing, right? Everyone can find a clothing manufacturer and put their label on it and and, and even make it specific because most clothing manufacturers these days, you don't have to, like sometimes with clothing manufacturers, you'll have like, they'll send you a catalog of um, whatever. These are our t-shirts, these are our hoodies, and you can choose from that and put your branding on it. I don't use that. Like I, I make everything from scratch. Um, but there's a lot of companies that do that as well. So that's not that's obviously 
more straightforward, but the 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 actual accessory game um, is the thing that I'm probably more interested in. And as much as I got to be careful with, yeah, this is how I do this, this, and this, because I'm not like, I'm not a, I'm not like number one in the industry, for example, or like a huge name in the industry, like a Gymshark or an Alphalete or a My Protein or a Bolt Powders or any of those big, big companies or SBD or a Strength Shop. I'm not, I'm not, I'm nowhere near those guys. Um, so I want to be, it's going to sound weird, but I want to be careful with like, this is how I make my cuff. This is how I make these D handles because everything I do is better than them. I'm cussing you out, boy. Nah. Uh, like, th- those companies are great and they're the companies that I bought off for years and years and years. But, like, I'm adding my own twist onto things and I am and I personally feel like my stuff is, is really fucking good. So I don't want to just go, this is where I got this, this is how I did this, this is how you can do it. Because it gives the blueprint to people to just go, right, we're going to murk him at the game. So, for example... Uh, this is where I probably, this is the stuff that I definitely shouldn't say, but not enough people, this is the stuff that I put, this is, this is the stuff that I probably shouldn't say publicly, and if I had someone who managed me, and my, or like, for example, a lawyer, he'd be like, don't say this, Josh, (laughs) but if a company that was a hundred times bigger than me came and saw my product and saw, hmm, you sold how many of those? Hmm. How many people use those? Hmm, everyone all right, well, we're going to do it and we can do it cheaper and we can do it better and we can do it faster and we have a bigger audience than you and they could just murk me out of business. <laughs> so you got to be careful. you got to be careful. Uh, I don't think like Gymshark would do it, but imagine Gymshark made a cuff. Uh, like everyone in the UK knows what Gymshark is, right? No one knows who Wanamar is or Josh or like some people do, but if they made a cuff and it was like, as good as mine, for example, or whatever, they can make it better because they've got the the money to do it. You know, would that put me out? It wouldn't put me out of business, I'm sure, but it would definitely give me a run for the money, right? But I don't think I'm the reason why I say that out loud is because I don't think Gymshark would do that. But you got to be careful with these things. So I definitely want to give as much of the supply chain as I can, but without giving away the the secrets. Like I think once I'm established, more established, I should say. Um then I'm definitely up for it. I think what helps me is that I'm doing it all myself and I don't have a middleman, whereas a lot of the influencers, so you'll see a lot of influencers uh, like Caroline, Caroline Omahani, um, uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Harding, uh, a lot of these guys um, will use like a middleman who, who will, and to be honest, it's a really, really good idea from them. Like it's not, not necessarily a good idea, well, it's, it's a good it's a good scenario for them right because they they put x amount of money into a project and that company will make them branded knee sleeves wraps straps cuffs uh whatever uh, i think uh, caroline has hip thrust uh pads and bands for the knee like for the glutes and stuff so it's it's really easy for them without having to do the legwork like why would you not do that if you've got this huge name this huge platform um instead of like and like you like you to, to build that platform and to run those businesses that they probably have as well like it takes a lot so you you what they should what they do is is they outsource all of that like you'd call it like merch slash apparel because like i always say you know if if strength shop and sbd do you know knee sleeves and you just do the exact same one and then you tell someone who supported you for for 10 years uh, these actually these my knee sleeves are no better than than the normal ones you can get. 
Like odds are they're still going to buy them from you because they want to support you, right? And that's the same thing for these guys. So they they can basically pay a company or or, or they may not even pay the company. They may give the company like a percentage of the of the revenue or, or percentage of the sales, and the company does everything. They will source. They've got warehouses. They will, they've got they can source the materials. They can source the branding. They probably have in house designers. They probably have everything, like every single part of that chain. Which I've got to, which I've got to find individually. They've got every moving part ready. So you just go to the company, right? I want to do this, and they go, "Oh, cool. We've done that ten times over. This is how we're going to do it, and this is how you're going to put your name to it." So it works really, really well for those guys because they've got the huge audiences, and they just like if you've got six hundred thousand people, and ten percent of them buy, you know, a product. That's that's six thousand like six thousand people that would potentially buy a what. A fifteen to fifty pound purchase, fifty pound purchase, which then turns into eighty, you know, like forty, fifty thousand pounds. Like it's a lot of money when you're in those numbers. And you know, let's face it, they might have better, they might have better attention than that. They might have more than ten percent of people buying stuff. So, you know, it's a it's a it's a no brainer for those guys, especially as like they don't need they don't put the legwork they don't need to put the legwork in because they've got a company who's put the legwork in like years and years and years. And I definitely. I, like I'm not gonna. I didn't. I don't want to say that I would have done that, but I probably would have done that. <laughs> like I probably would have done that if I one had the money and two had the following because it's a lot of work. But like what I do now is super fulfilling, and I love having a really really big hand in the process. The issue is it's really demanding. Like it's really really demanding trying to trying to manage so many moving parts. Like I have to find the designers. I have to find. The suppliers. I have to talk to the suppliers daily to try and get the perfect product. I have to, you know, I've got a guy who sorts my warehouse, but you know, we have to go, we have to liaise back and forth with the warehouse. But he runs the warehouse. You know, I have to get him onto the back end of the system. I have to. I got my own Squarespace. I run my own website. Um, I have to find someone to build my website. You know, I've got my own inventory list and stock list that I update. Um, I've got to get my own products shot. For example, like every single product that you've seen on the website has been shot by Andy because I send it to him. He shoots it in his in his makeshift shoot studio. Like every single moving part of Wanamar is done by me at this moment in time, um, which has been really really fulfilling, and I love it. I do love it. But there are times where I'm like really really fucking stressed because I've got fifteen clients to check in. Uh, two manufacturers to talk to. Uh, I, I do all the customer service for Wanamar, you know. So I've got ten, fifteen messages of people that, whatever. Maybe they've got the wrong size. Maybe there's there, there's an issue with the product. You know, we're still a growing company. Uh, like we've sold six, like over six thousand pairs of cuffs. Like for some of those cuffs to break is not un, it's not uncommon, right? Out of six thousand pairs, if Twenty pairs break, or let's say let's let's keep it to number. If six, if sixty pairs break, that's only one percent. That's like a one percent break rate, right? That's not. That's actually not too bad because ninety nine percent of what you sell is absolutely fine. But that's still sixty people that need a new product that could happen. And so it's, it's and when you get into those upper numbers of selling something, you know, obviously more stuff goes like you got more stuff to deal with because that that, that percent can still be one percent, but you sell ten thousand, and then there's a hundred products that you need to change refund give store credit and, and so I'm, I'm 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 that guy who does everything at the moment and it's like juggling a thousand plates but it's getting extremely hectic um and then you know that stress leads into my personal life where 
uh, I say my personal life. I call my bodybuilding. <laughs> I call my bodybuilding my personal life. Like it, you know, I get stressed. I get anxiety. Like for example, uh, not yesterday, the day before Monday night. Like I had really, really bad anxiety, and because I had so much to do, and I felt really, really like I just didn't feel good, and I wasn't mentally cognizant. I wasn't. I was tired. I needed like I just I couldn't sit down. Like I was just tired. I felt ill. I you know had the sniffles, felt run down. I can't stop. Like I'm in that position where I can't stop. I can't take a day off. I can't get ill. I can get ill, but I've got to work when I'm ill, and that's quite hard because not only do I have to manage all those moving parts, but I've also got to make sure that I eat four thousand seven hundred calories, sleep enough, rest enough, train hard enough. You know, get my steps done, do my cardio, my non-train. Like there's a lot to handle, um, and like when you get a knockback, like. Like, for example, this weekend, the worst thing about this weekend was that was Monday when I had my really bad anxiety. I was starving before I had the anxiety. Had anxiety, my stomach blew out, and I just couldn't even finish my macros for the day. And then I stress about not hitting the macros, and it folds over to the next day. And then the weekend before, like, I'm at home with my mum, and I've got to spend time with her, so I miss a few messages, I miss a few emails, and I'm behind, and you can fucking hear the panic in my voice as I think about it. Like, it just, there's a lot, a lot, a lot on my plate, and I've bitten off a lot. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to like give the give like a background into how I like what I do like every day is fucking hectic like as I sit here I can see 28 emails that was that have come to me in the last 12 hours because I finished all my emails at 7 7 last night and I've got 28 more emails granted some of them are going to be fucking bullshit but you know you know there's going to be 10 inquiries there there's going to be Four, three or four messages from manufacturers there. You know, there's going to be an email from X, Y, and Z for collaborating. So there's a lot going on, you know. And then, like, there's so there's the one mile, there's the coaching, there's the the online me, the online social media. But then there's also like like sponsors and stuff. So I've got to make sponsored content. For example, Manscaped have just reached out. I've got a, another company that I've just reached out that I really want to work with as well. Like that's consistent content that you've got to plan for. And it's not like I'm I'm at that level now where I can't just take a picture of it and tag them really because it's not it's not good enough like it is good enough but it's not good enough for the quality that i want to give right like back in the day protein company sends you a whey protein you take a picture of the whey protein thank you for sending this out tag them like that's it this is like levels <laughs> i can't believe them at this level but there's levels to this you know when, when companies are paying you in excess of five to six hundred pound for you know uh, one post, one post on your story, one post on your main page, and then one post on my on my YouTube video. For example, Manscaped, they pay me six hundred and fifty pound. Right, I'll just say that they pay me six hundred and fifty pound for one story, one post, and one YouTube integration. But for, like people hearing that, they're going, "Wow, that's shit loads of money for not a lot." But you got to think in within, like they they they'll give you a uh, a specification of what you should generally talk about, how you should present it. Um, and it's it's high level. It's 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 high level. It really, really is. Like, so I, I have to pay Andy to come to my house and film, you know, the B roll, the small the small footage, because it can't just be on my phone. Like, I can't, I can't do that anymore. Because if you're getting paid that much money, you've got to present it properly. So, you know, we I, I take my top off. I do a scene where I'm shaving my chest, and then I put I put it on. I talk about the product. Then Andy has to go away and film the b-roll of the product so and don't forget i pay andy whatever in excess of of 250 you know so that's some of that product gone already not but i'd pay him for the the day anyway but 
you know, so there's a lot that has to go into just even one sponsored post these days. It's not just like a, you can't just like snap and shoot these days. Or I can't snap and shoot anymore. Um, but I also think that if you if you adopt that mentality of presenting something really, really well, like I wish I did this when I had 10,000 followers and I wish I'd gone above and beyond for people that had sponsored me or paid me for a post, for example. Um, so yeah, you gotta be very, very careful. And like, you know, brands can even turn around and, and just say, no, that's not good enough. So for example, Legend London, um, they have a very specific criteria where like the full body needs to be in the picture, preferably with the jeans. Um, so whenever I get paid per month for, for Legend London, which we actually did a few, uh, I think in August actually we did it because they had a new drop. So they go out and they'll, they'll pay a few influencers to talk about their product. Um, and, and I don't I don't accept, uh, like I get sent these offers daily. I could probably make thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds like monthly, uh, but I don't accept like, 90% of them because it's just like some of them are just shit some of them are so shit like I had one the other day and it was just like with a new YouTube we'll pay you whatever four to five hundred pound for a, a YouTube integration like you're paying me to put a thing on YouTube to say don't use YouTube when I my whole business is on YouTube I'm like it's just I can't just take that money it doesn't feel right so I only really use people that I've used before. Like I use Legend London. I could find a post. I could find a post of me in a pair of Legend London jeans in 2016, I reckon. Because it was the first pair of jeans that could fit my legs, even though they were tiny back then. You know, I so I've used them for years. And actually the, the, the Manscaped, I bought Manscaped like literally a year ago to the day almost before they messaged me. So it's like, it's a no brainer. I've used their product for a year. And then they've come up and said, oh, we'd love, like they haven't seen me use their product. So it's kind of just like a stars of a line. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't just click anyone. And the next one that I was thinking uh, that I was looking at was uh, it's the wallet that I've used. I don't know if you, I don't know if I've ever had it on the YouTube channel, but I've had this wallet for like three years. Um, it's like a it's like basically like a card holder. It's called a Ridge wallet, and the Ridge have just like messaged me to do a collaboration on the YouTube, and I'm like, well, of course, because I've used I've literally bought your wallet three years ago. And actually, I told the owner that the owner was like, um, "Introduce himself, blah blah blah." I said, "That's so funny. I've I've I bought a Ridge wallet three years ago, and he sent me a screenshot of um of of the order of the order. He was like, "Thanks for the support." It was like two thousand, like November two thousand eighteen, I think it was. So it's absolutely crazy. I can't I can't quite believe the, the the circle that's come round right now. I know you missed that. So yeah, like um, that's that's kind of what has to go into. It's not. I'm at that level. I feel that quality can't slip, and my output can't slip. And if I slip, I fall. Like that's how it feels, right? So there's a lot of pressure at the moment. Um, oh, I feel like I've not breathed the last like 15 minutes after explaining my life. Um, but yeah, so obviously it sounds very hectic, uh, and like the, the obvious thing would be, Josh, why don't you get some help? Well, I am, I am, I am actually. So I, I am meeting one of my, I mean, this is pretty lucky, but it's one of my best friends in, on this planet, someone who I would, I would hand over my bank account for, and know that not one single thing would ever go anywhere, no matter how much was in there. I would lay down my life for this guy and, and vice versa. Um, but he also has worked as a as a business consultant for since uh, pretty much since he left the university at twenty four. So the last like four or five years, he's been a business consultant and he's worked his way up really, really high into some ranks. 
um, and he offers he he's not like full into bodybuilding, but he understands the culture really really well. But he also understands a lot of cultures, and he understands how to run a business and put processes in and and hand over the reins. And and it's like when you when it's your baby, when it's your he's actually the guy that used to say Wanamar to me. So I say I might have said in my podcast Wanamar comes from when me and my friend Shabab. Uh, who's who's this guy like he used to say to me when I had really bad anxiety at, at uni I don't think he knew that I was having anxiety at the time but uh maybe he did but you know when I was I couldn't face going to lectures or I was just fucking tired and lazy and just feeling horrible he's like come on bro one more rep that's all it is you know and, and that's how it actually started how it came into fruition like that the name so it's kind of crazy the full circle that he's going to come back and help on the business I'm actually meeting him today he's coming over to the house and I'm going to hopefully be able to hand over some stuff. And, and like I was saying a minute ago, like when it's your baby, when it's what you've created from the ground up, and I've done all of this on my own, every single bit, all 4,700 followers have come from come from me, all 10,000 maybe orders that we've had in our lifetime have come from me, half of them were packed by me and sent by me or my mum. Uh, so it's quite hard to just give someone the reins um not, not obviously not going to give him the full reins but like he needs that like i need to pass over some stuff to him so i can stop worrying about it um or at least consult some stuff of him or ha- allow him to come into the business and just put some systems in place because there's no systems for me at the moment like everything is very <laughs> everything is very unprofessional i'm not gonna lie uh like if, if, if i had a business mentor or a business guru come in and dissect my business he would be like how are you fucking making money i'm like mm, i'm not so that's going to offer me a lot of value I think it's going to give me um, it's going to give me some more time and if I'm honest like I'm not looking to free up that time with one of my own business decisions and this and that and then fill it with something else like I'm just honestly just want some time back so I can chill out a little bit more and, and focus on bodybuilding I'm not even going to lie like I got I want to be on that fucking Olympia stage and I'm going to lay down everything to get there uh, which is why I need to do this because I realize that like, if I keep up at this rate It's fine. Like I can sustain this for sure But like if something happens if I get ill for a week, it's like I'm fucked like it's done Like I, I just I can't keep the the cogs spinning on my own um, I also don't want to take this amount of stress into my prep like I'm happy to take it in an off season where I don't need to get my cardio in my steps my you know, And feel rubbish um, But it's a lot of stress to take into a prep which I don't really want to do so I want to be able to put the, like, I'm not going to be prepping now for eight months or so. So I've got eight months in my eyes to set up some systems that just allow the business to continue turning um, and, and and me to not be so actively, uh, and me not doing everything essentially, right? So hopefully we can get someone in to do the customer service full time because that's, I'm not going to lie, that's a lot of time. Liaising between the warehouse and um and the the one on our page and people who have got an issue, let alone the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of DMs that I get a day on my personal page, it's it's really difficult for me to to consistently grow my my page, but then also focus on the one on our page. So, people to get hopefully I'll get some people in that can help me with the customer service. So we'll definitely be looking to hire some people soon, um, someone who can look after the social media side, um, someone who can liaise with the warehouse. Um, and you know, just be a very, very good customer service representation. That's probably going to be the first step, I think. Uh, and then where we can, like, we're going to outsource. Like, we got, I've got a little bit of money saved 
from the years and years that I've been doing this. Uh, like I've feel like I've been pretty financially sound for the last for the last probably two years. Like I started getting into some trading and like saving and like I got a little bit addicted to saving and a little bit addicted to uh, just driving driving profit and being like financially free when I'm late, when I'm later on in life so kind of late 2019 I started putting some effort into into saving I've got so I've got some money saved in the business which I've never taken out actually which is why the money is safe every every bit of profit or revenue has either been invested back into the business whether that's through um, extra product um or designers or anything like that or it's just been left in the account which is probably not the best thing to do with money but I've got that money now there so I can invest you know like I could I could pay some for example I could pay someone now weekly for for a year right and and not have to get that money back um like I'm talking like someone who's gonna be doing social media like an hour a day not like a full-time job I'm not fucking got like 50 bags spare that I can just throw at someone for for a job um so I've got a bit of money there that I can I can invest into some help. Um, but what's what's been difficult is like, I know the products that work, so the cuffs we know that work, right? But I, like I'll buy a thousand cuffs at once, but a thousand cuffs ain't cheap. You know, they retail at like a thousand cuffs at retail, what we sell them is, is over a hundred thousand pounds. So the profit isn't, isn't fucking stupid crazy. So you can imagine how much money has to go out to buy a thousand at a time. Um, so, you know, when that money's out, like obviously the bank account is lower, so you've got to wait for some of it to come back in. But, you know, so I got, I, you can, there's a lot going on in my head at once. I'm not probably not even fucking speaking in, in the right, in the right order here. But yeah, it's, it's, it's hectic. And we're going to get some stuff that kind of, um, kind of takes over that process a little bit. So we'll see how we go. All right. That's, I'm going to leave that rant there. That was a half an hour rant of, of my business and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, like I'm, um, I'm 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 happy just to go into some uh, just some questions. So we put out some questions out on the story yesterday. Um, we'll probably just do and like just ten minutes worth of questions, just because it just takes up to forty minutes. Because I did rant on a little bit there. <laughs> uh, I'm on TRT for life. Thirty years old, two hundred milligrams a week. Sus. Um, is Anavar a first good blast? Uh, so Anavar, you can not run very long at all. So there is never a case for running Anavar in any situation other than a prep, in my opinion, because it's just pointless. Like, uh, orals are very, very, orals are situational. Orals yield the results you want very quickly, but the moment that you take them out, they kind of go, if I'm honest. Like, I use Winstroll during my preps, uh, like, but but between shows you'd come off. For example, like if like for in 2019, I had like six weeks off, so I'm like, you can't run Winstrol for six weeks. So I did two weeks on, uh, competed, went off, and within a week, I was like, what the fuck has happened to me? Where is, and like nothing else had changed. The deficit was still there. All the other drugs were still there, but I just removed like 50 milligrams of Winstrol, and and my whole physique was like softer, of course. And I'm like, shit, that's so, like, you know, so you use it and then you take it off and it goes. Like, that's the thing. So, same thing with Anavar. Like, Anavar can offer you some mild strength benefit and, you know, maybe some situational hardness and leanness. But the moment you take it out, you sort of regress. 
but it's not necessarily the same when you use injectables. So um, if you're on TRT and say that's like 125, I'd maybe just take it to 200 and then take it to 250 and then take it to 300. Like you don't need to do that for anything else. Uh, the one or more long ropes. So we've got some long ropes that we've been making. You guys might have seen me use two ropes quite a lot. Um, you know, we use the two ropes to reduce the force angle and just increase the connection and, and basically the direction that you can pull down in, in a pull down or triceps. So I made a rope that is long enough. So now gyms don't have to use two two ropes. Kind of ingenious, but it's definitely going to work. And it's we've, I've been using mine for the last month. Ordered maybe 500 units. So... Um, I wanted to get enough so that they don't sell out. Um, I'm hoping that's going to be enough. And um, they're ordered maybe three weeks ago, so they sh they usually take 45 days to come because you can either order them through plane, which takes five to seven days, um, and I pay import fees, which is which is fine because it's about I think it's like 15 percent or something. But the plane ride will cost me as much as 500 of those ropes. So let's say I, I can't remember what they're off the top of my head, but let's say I pay £2,000 for 500 ropes. It would cost me £2,000 to send them by plane. So it's £4,000, which immediately puts the price of them way higher, my cost price. So therefore, the retail price has to go much higher. Um, but you can do it by train. And for that very, very same amount of um, amount of ropes, you could you could send it for like $250 versus two grand. So you save a lot of money, but it just takes 45 days versus like five to seven days. <laughs> Uh, so I cheaped out and I did it, but the reason why I did it is so I don't have to charge you more, right? Like I'd literally have to charge almost. I either take like half the profit or I charge double if I do that. Like so, it's it's a very very difficult scenario. Like I'm happy to take half the profit, of course, but there's got to be like I've still got to make a right business decision. And just because something seems like I've got to get it out quick, like no, no, like good things take time. So let's just we'll wait for it to come. Um, are you planning on reading some vegan belts and straps? So the straps are actually vegan. I thought they were leather. Um, they're actually like a faux leather. They're not real leather. So vegans, you can definitely use the straps. Um, belts, I, I, I'll have to. If I'm honest, the ones that I've got are not. Um, they're not vegan. So, but I've not launched them just yet. But we'll, we'll see what we can do. Primo slash Mastron in the off season instead of MPP or Decker. Um, yeah, you could use it in addition to MPP or Decker. Kind of just depends on your your stack in general, like uh, how much of each. Like you wouldn't use the same amount of Primo as Mastron. You'd have to you'd have to use different amounts. Uh, but yeah, love Primo, love Mastron, um, love testosterone. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> um. Let's see, let's see. Four weeks of clen for the first time. Start at 20 for 20 weeks, then 40 for two weeks. It means two weeks. Yeah, so with with with, with any drug, just just start low and, and taper up. Like clen, if you just 20. 20 micrograms is fine. See how you get on. Tolerance is probably gonna be there in four or five days. Then you can go to 40, and then you can titrate up to your maximum dose. Uh, as you want to yield results, right? You can use that as a calorie deficit inducer. So then you can even manipulate your cardio up, your food down, your lipolytics up, right? As your three choices. Whereas when you're natural, food up, uh, sorry, food down, cardio up. That's all you got. That's all you got. But with drugs, you can obviously manipulate things a little bit more. 
did you go via the GP for telmosartan? So telmosartan is an angiotensive receptive blocker. So it reduces angiotensin in the body, which can increase water retention, but also increase your blood pressure. So uh, I, I just buy it off a drug dealer, if I'm honest. Um, uh, I'm very tempted, like I'm tempted to try and get a prescription for TRT and and uh, blood pressure tablets, but I don't, I don't, like I'm in the position where I can pay for it. So I don't necessarily want to go and burden the NHS so much with like, can you come help me with my self-induced blood pressure? I mean, everything's fucking self-induced, isn't it? Let's face it. If you're like fat overweight and you've got high blood pressure, you've self-induced that. But I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a difficult one. I think when I'm done with bodybuilding, just so I can get it safe, like I know that it's 100% farmer and I don't need to worry so much about fucking messaging a drug dealer and... You know, what happens in 20 years' time when the drug guy I bought drugs off for my IFBB pro prep is not doing selling drugs anymore? Like, it's going to get hectic when you're older, right? Having to try and, where's the best test at, bro? Like, nah, I'm just going to go to the doctors and do it. So, right now, I'm in a good place where I don't need to worry about it. Thoughts on just coming straight off cycle? Uh, it's just way too vague. Um, I always come straight off cycle, pretty much. Uh, unless I've been on a prep um, where you probably have an, uh, an E2 flux, you have like a, an estrogen rebound. Um, I usually just pull, pull straight off. Do you recommend a good accounting firm? Uh, yes, I do recommend you get a good accounting firm. <laughs> I know it's not what you meant. Uh, I honestly have just changed uh, accountants, actually. So I was with an old school guy. Um, he was pretty pretty good. He, he really was. Um I just found that it was quite difficult for him to understand what I do. And when I've got like five streams of revenue, like he wasn't overly sure. He wasn't overly sure with, with where he needs to be um, and like the things that we can do. So I've actually moved to a social media specialist accountant. Uh, he actually does, he actually is the accountant for KSI, which is pretty cool. Um, and they can offer me some, yeah, he, he he can offer me some more insight into kind of the things that I can put through the business, ways that I can structure my business because he's he's used to the exponential growth that it can that it can that it can give. Like for an example, when I first went with my initial accountant, you know, I was like, he's like, oh, how much are you earning? I'm like, oh, you know, man, my company's probably turnover like fifty thousand pounds, and that's turnover, right? So they turn over fifty thousand pounds, but I had to spend like twenty five, for example. And he's like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> he didn't say that's cute, but you know, but from there. You know, it was the first time, like, shit could double in six months and then double in another six months and then double in another six months. It can go like that. And I feel like I'm at the verge right now where if shit doubles, it's mad. It's a madness, right? And you've got to, it's a lot of money that you've got to deal with in the right places. Um, Like, turnover-wise, I'm not saying, like, man's making bare. <laughs> um, but, like, just in terms of turnover and, and, and putting any profit into certain places, like it's it just the guy um, who I spoke to with the social media specialist is, is seems to have a little bit more of a, uh, just a know-how. Like when I say to him, uh, like for example, my old, my old accountant was like, so uh, yeah, where's your streams very good? I'm like, oh, sponsors. He's like, what does that mean? They pay you money. I'm like, no, they give me a revenue of a discount code percentage. He's like, I don't get what you mean. And this guy, the, the, the new guy, I was like, oh yeah, so I get sponsors. Oh, okay, so you get like a revenue of a percentage. I'm like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it kind of helped me a little bit. Uh, what's the time? 
40 minutes. So we'll do the last ones. Do you know when the Wanamar Carabiners will be back in? They're in stock right now. Um, how long is the Wanamar rope? It's 1.4 meters. Why is stacking Masteron better than using AIs? Because AIs are neurotoxic. Um, they're poor for blood glucose management. Uh, and they're given to breast cancer patients. So you, we don't need to use them that much. Uh, very, very, very situationally would I recommend using an AI. Um, but when you can use something like Mastron, which is fairly like like using, it's going to sound stupid, but using more anabolics that can manage your androgen to estrogen ratio is literally better for you than using AIs to control it, for example. Uh, do you offer consultations for blood work? Yes, I do. Uh, you mentioned you're investing in the SP500. Is that an ETF um, or some other way? Um, it is an index fund. You can invest on it in a Vanguard. You can invest in it on eToro. You can invest in it on Free Trade. There's loads of them. Uh, if you start test for the first time, is it best to do it when you're lean? See, I would definitely recommend being lean uh, when you use testosterone for the first time. It doesn't mean you can't. Like, I did it when I wasn't lean. That was my mistake. I think I should have been leaner. Um, but yeah, like, I, leaner you are the better you're going to be off in terms of estrogenic related side effects uh, last couple um, how much do you charge for coaching uh, you know what i never ever ever put this publicly just because people are immediately put off by it i like to sit people down have a conversation let them know what they're going to get first um because people hear a number and they go oh my god that's so much but they would pay a fucking personal trainer even more per month um so i have premium but well, i'm going to say it because fuck it why not right i have premium coaching which is where you will receive video feedback across every single check-in. We also have one formal Skype call per month. Like, we'll talk face-to-face, -face, live. Um, every single month, we'll talk over anything that you need to do in education. Or we'll just run a normal check-in, for example. Um, and that is £220 per month. Um, and I have an initial two-month minimum that I need you to take part in just so that we can have some minimum time together i also have normal coaching which is voice note response just so i can increase the the output a little bit also offer a slightly cheaper offer um like the quality is just as good um i feel like with the video feedback you get a lot more personal response uh like you get to know each other a lot better which is which is beneficial for sure like there are there are benefits to having that premium coaching for sure um, and, and I can just go into detail a lot more, um, with the, um, with the premium coaching and the non-premium coaching is 180 pound per month, or you can have the two month upfront, which is 340. Um, so yeah, it's, it's like 40 pound cheaper per month. Uh, and that's it. That's how much it costs. I feel weird saying that. I've never, I don't say that stuff out very loud for some reason. All right. That'll do. That'll do. I've got a few more questions there, but I can't bother. There's, there's a lot there. There, so we'll leave it there. Um, thanks you guys for tuning in. Um, hope you guys enjoyed it. We'll be back very very soon. Um, don't forget to drop a rating. Uh, peace, everybody. Bye bye.